Hello guys, welcome back to the Dumb Pod. As winners. Winners, Nathan. Winners, How excited Sam. are you? Should we should did you come in with some boom music? I didn't hear it. I wasn't listening. Sorry. I didn't come in with some boom music because oh. copyright and stuff, but we did just hear. Well, we can sing it. We don't sing on this podcast. Sam doesn't like um, singing everyone. He he doesn't like people being all, you know. Don't like people uh, with confidence. Um, <laughs> people that don't care. Yeah. Um, we did just hear the lovely sound of Sammy Draper taking a hanger and then uh, Matt Guelphy kicking a very late goal in the third quarter. Nice. Very good times. Uh, Essendon 15-17-107 defeating the highly fancied, oh. it has to be said, St. Kilda Football Club. 11-6-72. If I can do some fast math, that is 32 scoring shots to 17. An absolute shellacking. How bloody good. It was so, like, I must admit, I I, I, I always think we're going to win. But this one, a bit before the game, I was a bit, oh, what? Well, look, I'm just going to watch it, you know. It's, it's Friday night. Maybe there'll be a movie on. <laughs> Start of you didn't yell once. No, I didn't yell once. And you know what it was for me? The moment, it was early in the first quarter, mm-hmm. McGrath charged at, I think, Billings and put pressure on him and then he handballed someone and then he kicked across. Peter Wright sort yep. of intercepted it. And then Jones kicked the goal and I thought, oh, hang on. This on is, here. yeah, we're on here. Like this, that, That's something, well, not new, new for us. Frontal <laughs> pressure. I've heard of teams, teams doing do. that. Yeah, I've heard of teams doing that. That seems like a thing. Yeah, it was very good, and we'll get into that detail very soon. Um, just a rundown of some stats. Uh, Redmond, oh, sorry, for disposals. Apologies for disposals. Redmond, 31. Merritt, 26. Hind and Shield, 25. Uh, for the Saints, Sinclair, 31. Gresham, 28. Hill, 26. Uh, in front of the sticks, right kicks, four. Uh, Stringer, Jones, Draper, and Guelphy, all two. Perkins, Durham, and Nick, Rusty Martin with one for the Saints. Gresham, three. Billings, Higgins, two. King, Long, Marshall, and Ryder. Three three big boys uh, with the one. And Breathe, how How did we do it? So I want to start with one little stat that I just discovered Mm -hmm. because I do think of something, oh, that might be interesting to talk about and then do some research. And most of the time I get to the answer and go, yeah, not really. Um, <laughs> happens a lot. You've surprised yourself. Good on yeah. you, Sammy. Well, we played Sydney in round nine and they kicked 100 plus against us. They need to bring that up, Sam. Since that point, which is three, maybe four games now, we have an average of 74.5 points against us per game. That's decent. Even though it's two losses, hmm. we haven't been... Love. Conceding high scores, and we haven't had that Matthew, that Matthew score against us. And mm. I guess you could kind of then say this was building; it was kind of, sort of coming, and it's it is hindsight, one hundred percent. But just to be able to stop the opposition from scoring is a major part of improving as a side. Mm. And then, obviously, for us to get on the scoreboard ourselves yeah. and kick over a hundred, yeah, is. Amazing as well. But I thought that was interesting. It shows a bit of more of a defensive mindset. And what we did see on Friday night was a much higher quality team defense. Much higher quality team defense. And that all started from that frontal pressure and that attacking the ball carrier and putting pressure on the ball carrier, which was, you know, what we haven't really done. We've sort of sat back or we've gone too far forward. We haven't got that right. And, you know, they got the right. And hopefully that's, 
I don't want to say it's going to be a catalyst, but I hope that can be something that they take into the next few games. You know, like West Coast, they played well on the weekend, Tanger but they're yep. Tanger game because you know we want to beat them seriously. Um, but we should be able to beat them. And then we play Sydney after that. So there's a couple of they're not playing great footy at the moment. So there's a couple of great games for us. And I mean, it is the bar now, isn't it? You you play a game like exactly that, right. and yeah. that now becomes the minimum effort required. Well, I'll tell you what I found amazing too was well, that was great, and we've we've talked about how bad our defence has been all year, and we haven't we haven't sort of said it's not because of the back six. Mm. I think it's because the team defence has exposed the back six, and then you know we've seen them in horrible situations. But what was also I found fascinating was how well um, Ridley and Laverde played on guys that they were never given away seven to ten mm. centimetres on. Yeah, but it is amazing, as you said. It is amazing that once you sort your team mm. defence out, they were not able to waltz out of their defensive oh. 50 and transition. There was a stat Fox I had at half time that was our average for the season – to half time was about 38 points against like 36 38, the right, defensive yeah. 50. Mm-hmm. St Kilda had two points mm. and ended up with only one goal for the game um, from our back half. Yep. Uh, sorry, from their back half, from our full yep. half. It's amazing what happens when you sort that shit out mm. and all of a sudden you big defenders, even though they were outsized, mm. they could still can t- compete and have the contest and have a third man across and all that because exactly. they had time. And we saw that a lot in those contests. Like, I didn't mean to just say they were one-on-ones, but a lot of the times that they, there was like Laverde or Ridley or even Phillips got back a few times, you know, or some Massimo got into a contest, you know. So there were guys in there helping out the, um, the, the taller defenders who were outsized. Yeah, and how I think if you could combine the games of Ridley and Laverde as one effort, mm-hmm. they were also amazing. Like match winning between yep. the two of them because if it was... Laverde in the contest, Ridley was able to chop out. If it was Ridley yep. in the contest, Lav was able to chop out. They did give away a free kick or two, but yeah, but that end was, of the day, okay. King, who the commentary were just so oh, excited about kicking the bag, kicked one. Yep. Rowan Marshall kicked one. And Paddy Ryder kicked one. So they're three yeah. big talls. The big issue we thought we were going to have yeah. kicked a goal each. Yep. And then Peter Wright kicked four for us. And Big Pete, yep. And we yes, and which they and you know they there was a stage there where they sent um, memory back and that caused problems for us. Mm-hmm. But Peter, like he kicked probably two of those goals in the last ten minutes of the game. Last two minutes, two minutes. But he, I would say he was good. Like he gave off a few and and what? he was involved yeah. in a few others. So he was good throughout the game. What I wanted to say about Big Pete because we've or I have struggled to give three votes or to give the 3-2-1 this week because there were so many good players. Mm-hmm. So much so I had to wait for the coaches' votes to come out just to see what they thought. But as you said, Pete kicked his goals late, so I wasn't going to include him. But what I did like was his other efforts that led to goals. So yep. the goal Durham kicked where he kind of, I guess, took a half hanger. I don't know what you'd call it. That was a hanger. Um, he got the knees <laughs> on the shoulder. With the ball just outside 50, he did a lovely little tap down to, I think it was Shield running past. Yep. Just yep. amazing awareness yep. of just where your teammates are. That's when Durham took the mark. Yep. And then he, on the deck, got the ball, got a lovely yep. handball off to Jones, who kicked a goal, and there was another one too where he... Well, he intercepted the intercepted kick across the to you one. and gave it to help Jones, Jones out. There was me. another nice little quick handball that he gave off. Mm-hmm. And, look, and, and I oh, thought Jones played well. 
But what what I I, I know soon I was thinking about the three two one. So was, I struggled to really I didn't struggle, but to I reckon there could have been ten guys that were fighting between that three two one sort of position because there was there was one of those, and you often see it in a team victory. The team played well. There was not one like you know Shield played well, Paris played well. Oh, sorry, Merritt played well. You know, a whole bunch of them played well, and I think that that shows that the, that's what the team needs. They weren't trying to be carried by one guy. And that's what we carry on about. The whole team defence is a big part of winning games of football. Um, when you can have a guy, and I use Wright again as an example, even though he kicked four, when you can have guys doing the selfless things to do those little taps, the little handballs, all those little things that lead to goals, but then also all those little things that stop goals. Yep. I mean, it's pretty simple. Yeah. Really. <laughs> kick more goals in your position, you win. So yeah, that's, that's a simple sport, isn't it? But no, it was it was just exciting. It was I think I said to you, it, you know, we look like a real footy club, mm. and it's, that's what we do. And and what <clears throat> I reckon the the best part was when they came at us with those five goals in a row and got level. And I thought then I thought, oh well, look, you know, we've been good. That's that's nice. I'll see how we go now with this. And they're you know they were what fifth or so on the ladder at this stage, sixth maybe. And we then responded with five six back. I think that, on the back of a boomer from Stringer at about yeah. 55, which was a lovely kick. But that is the biggest, done that biggest thing out of the game for me because, mm. I mean, when you're not playing well and when the media is on you and all that sort of stuff. Confidence is gone. They drop their heads pretty quick. And yeah. I can understand how that happens. 100%. It's frustrating, but, you know. Well, they, they know what's coming because it's happened in the mm. last mm. 10 weeks. And we also had, I'm not quite sure at what point in that run it was. I'm fairly sure it was before we kicked our first goal in that run of six clear as day holding the ball in the middle of the ground yeah, yeah, yeah. That they that got the handball shield. out of and then they kicked it to a one-on-one it was McGrath on uh, Higgins oh, yeah. and McGrath oh, no. outmarked him yep and at that point when you get a decision that goes against you you've already conceded five goals mm. bloody quick mm. very quick but they didn't and they went on to kick six of their own <laughs> which I wonder I wonder what sort of confidence they take out of that too, because you know they've better good they've beaten a good team. They, you know, they they've played the footy, you know, they've been trying to play for a while. So hopefully and I, as you said, like the, I reckon their heads were dropping pretty quickly in the previous games when things wouldn't go right or you know, they'd score pretty quickly. Other teams were scoring very easily against us, and you know, that would have been that would have been hard. Yep. I wonder how quickly their heads were dropping. Whereas this, you know, from this game on, you we still got hard. Teams to play, which is great because I want to play good teams. You want to play best teams. Know where you're at. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. Like West Coast, hopefully we can pick them. Let's not talk about that. Well, too much. There, no, yeah. well, there is a big thing with West Coast. It is mm. as much as I want to be playing good teams and see where we are against them, I also want to see us beating teams we should beat. 100%. Yep. That's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I haven't really done for a while either. Yep. Just, just on that run. So St Kilda kicked their fifth goal of the third quarter with 12 minutes left. Give or take. So eight minutes yeah. of football for five goals. We kicked the first of our six with nine minutes or nine and a half minutes left on the clock. So six mm. goals in nine and a half minutes of footy. Yep. And we would kick that it's last one with, with seconds. Mm, yeah. Seconds left. Yeah. It was perfect. <clears throat> um, that's quick. 11. It was an amazing quarter of football, really, to have yeah, five and game, then footy. from one team and then six <laughs> from yeah. the other. Yeah. Um, uh, Who were you the- most excited by, Sam? Oh, that's a leading question, isn't it? Uh, you know my answer to this question? Archie Perkins? Is that what you wanted me to say? Oh, yeah, well, if that's... 
I didn't know who you were going to say. Oh, sorry, I thought we were talking about it. Um, yeah, I Archie, don't listen to him. Archie, Archie has got a future. Yeah. He was just <clears throat> a couple of things. The, the, he got the tackle on Ryder. Got that mm-hmm. to a yep. goal. Um, now, Archie's not big. Paddy Ryder is big. So it was a bloody good tackle yep. to begin with. Did the run around, did the smart thing that forwards do these days. You know, little things like that. And Put up had, another big tackle and got a handball out that I think led to a goal. Led to a goal, yep. Able to actually stand up in a tackle. The bit that got me that says a lot about him was, I can't remember how it came about, but he had a set shot from about 50 out, fairly acute yep. angle, like on the far, on the fat side. Um, probably knew he didn't have the legs running like he was going to kick it, ran out at the last second, dummied mm, cool. the bloke on the mark, yep. went back in. He missed. But just the awareness yep. and the confidence in your own ability to do that. Certainly the right idea. I love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love. What it. do you think of the church in his first game? Big mass. Yep. Or as Sammy Draper said, Massimo. Yep. Um, awesome. I'll tell you what stood out to me was the kicking. Um, there were a few kicks. There was one where he's basically been tackled and dragged backwards, and he's still got this lovely sort of 25-metre kick out, I think, to Redmond, just out of the back, and that was excellent. But then in the last quarter, too, there was a beautiful bullet of a thing that went across sort of the goal face, you know, and, and hit an Essendon player who had um, St. Kilda players around him, not ultra close, but, you know, the kid to have the confidence to go, no, no, I can hit that target. I can do it, that. And then to hit, yeah. To and then to do I it. can do it and then to do it is the yeah. big I, was I was one, really excited by that. Can't see him coming out of the team. No, not yet. There was one big, or one kick I remember. He was running up the middle, mm-hmm. and I think their options were kind of dry inside forward 50. He was kind of back half of the square. Yep. And I think he kicked it, just lobbed it over the top to Ham, who yep. had a opponent yeah, yep. right mm-hmm. on him, mm-hmm. but the kick was just so perfect. Yep. Even Ham could take a mark. Sorry. Well, if he didn't have anyone wrestling with him, he would probably... Um, it's Ham's not hard to push a 14-year-old boy around. No, Ham's marking was actually the highlight of his game. That's, he doesn't have he many highlights. Talk about two. Anyway, we're not going to focus on that. We're game. not going to focus about Ham. Hopefully he'll be dropped. <clears throat> Hopefully. Don't drop the Christmas Ham, though. Um, what, was your, what was your highlight? Who was your... Oh, well, look, I, um, I'm com- I was really impressed by McGrath. Like, I was sad to hear that he was injured at the end of the game. Um, the abductor or whatever the problem he had the week before he missed from, he seems to have aggravated again, which is a bit sucky because he can't sort of get a good run at it. And I, I was really impressed by like things like that one-on-one where he won that against, um, who was it? Um, God, they had the, from Richmond. He had the brain damage thing. He, oh God. Um, yeah, Higgins. Yeah, Higgins. He had, oh, he, he, had, had he had issues, not brain damage. Oh, sorry. He had a, he had <laughs> an operation to his brain. That's better. Yeah, sorry. Um, you'd run into a post <laughs> kick that goal um, and look there was that frontal pressure moment at the start of the quarter he did some really great things that mm. I thought his defence was brilliant um, now at the start of the year I was all against him going staying as a halfback flanker I thought no we've got to get, he's got to get to the midfield he's got to progress his you know evolution of being the footballer that I think he should end up being but mm. I've now resigned to the fact that he could be an uh, all-Australian halfback flanker, which I'll be okay with. All-Australian, big shout. Well, I, I honestly think he could. Like, uh, He's got all the attributes. He's pacey. 
He's smart. He's strong. You know, he's got leadership qualities. You can see him pointing and, you know, giving directions in the games. So, yeah, I'm calling it all Australian. Right. Big call. Um, one thing remiss of me not to mention already, especially when you asked me who I was excited by, mm-hmm. uh, Ben Hobbs. Rising oh, yes. Nomination for round 14. Maybe that's what I was leading to. <clears throat> um, yep. You totally meant that. 22 touches, five marks, eight score involvements, although he did kick three points. So, he hasn't got a left foot, we found out. Yes, he hasn't. But really good reward for effort for him. It is a combination mm. of a yep. month or more of good football. Great football. Um, he he belongs. He just fits in that side. And yep. there is not even a doubt in my mind that he's in our best 22 and should continue to be in our best 22, even if it's not as a pure midfielder. I still would like to see him get a bit more of that time, but, uh, you know, at whose expense is the challenge, I guess, you know. And then you've got to weigh up. Is it better if he plays VFL, pure mid, or if he plays AFL, not? I'd rather see him play AFL. Like, I would agree with that, but I don't mind the idea of him, you know. Because he's still going to get exposure to stoppages, not centre bounces. Yeah, but, but he's, he's not going to get... Gonna... The opposition in the VFL might not be the same. I guess like, it's maybe they're working on some of his weaknesses and that, you know, obviously was shown up that he's, he's left foot is a little bit lacking. Um, and maybe by playing as a half forward pocket or, you know, forward pocket or forward plank or whatever, wherever they're putting him a bit more, that he can, you know, work on some of those skills and then, you know, build up his strengths to get into that midfield. Yeah. But what we have seen is good decision maker. Um, yep. Generally. He's tough. Like, he tackles. Good set shot. Uh, got a few goal assists as well. Nice little hand, quick handballs, quick decisions. Things um, very serious is one of the things I don't love about him. Like he's a bit too, you know. No, rate it. I like the Sammy Draper attitude. The little bit oh, like that's... the Paul Vanderhaas, the sort of the Billy Duckworths, the old guys that sort of would smoke and drink before games and go out there and have best dons because they were just Nathan. purely talented and they were unreal. What year is it? There's no, there's no, there's no cigarettes before games these days, champ. <laughs> um, I used to play footy with the guys that used to smoke at halftime. <laughs> one of the first interviews Hobbs did was talking about helping Essendon win a final. So he's determined. He wants success, and yeah, we shouldn't. Seems like a great kid. We shouldn't hang shit on him for that. I would even go as far to say that he has been better than Horn Francis. Without a doubt. He so wants we to stay at the club, which is a massive dub. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I'm not, I don't want to pick on the poor kid because he's had a bit of a rough week. But Look, he... I wouldn't be thrilled to be going to North Melbourne either. But <laughs> when you're getting your chance at AFL, you play for whoever is going to pay you to play AFL football. So I reckon you wait 10 weeks and then go start talking to other clubs. I reckon that's a bad look. <laughs> and arguing with a club legend in Goldstone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very he good. seems he's just a bit like ahead of himself at the moment. He just needs to pull he, back, play some footy and just so, get into the game. So desperate to be pick one for the pure fact of being pick one, apparently. Mm. Like, he was just wanted to be a number one draft pick. He, he obviously loves that sort of pressure and wants to take that on. And good on him, but, uh, oh, you it's know. fine, but yeah, he's not. Yeah. Well, we'll still pull your head in a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Pull your head in. Now, should we release some news? Breaking? There was a photo on what I believe. Are you talking about Apple? Yeah. No, you're getting married. Yes, Apple. I can marry him. Cool. His partner's Instagram. He's holding a coffee cup. I'll show you, but it's going to mess up with my 
Yeah, we'll just, we can get the picture. Um, with his hand all wrapped up in bandages and tape and stuff. So fair to say he probably won't be playing next week. Neither will Pidge. And I hope to Christ, neither will Ham. Um, Sounds like bit a, of a shame. Bit of, bit of a shame for him. Was his best game. Well, he's great. For the year. Did some nice, just clever little things. Just little taps, little bits here Rages, and there. smart. Made the good decisions. Um, led really well. So a bit of a shame. He did say in, the, um, in his interview post-match that his hand was cactus, I think was the term. Mm. Yep. Not new either. He's had a bad run with hands, like yeah. or fingers and stuff. It's a weird thing to keep hurting. Like, you, you know, like... And what, how, the balls aren't in, that hard. Like, you As know, important as a hamstring too, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so yeah, we expect to see him out, which is a bit of a shame. Um, mm. I'm also told... And take this with as many grains of salt as you desire. That we'll have Lots a debutante this week. What was that? Sorry, we will have a debutante this week. Who that is, I don't know. Yeah, uh... I could hazard a guess at McDonough, but I wouldn't like that to be honest. Time so will that... tell, and mm. I don't claim that to be gospel. That's just fair enough. <clears throat> news. Um, so speaking can of we... news. So, yep, yeah, okay. I was going to say VFL men's and women's. Mm. Um, obviously, the women's are into the big dance. Woohoo! Smashing case. Oh, smashing? I believe 74 to 70 9 points, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, into the grand final in a fortnight's time. Uh, the 3rd of July, I think that grand final is. Well done, Bombers. Well done, girls. And the men's third win on the trot. Very good win against Sandringham. Let's go with that. <laughs> the Zebras. Um, St Kilda's VFL side, interestingly enough. Um, and another three-goal haul for Stewart, although unfortunately he got injured. Uh, um, Baldwin was quite good, I believe. Baldwin kicked three. Cutler had a really good game. With yeah, Cutler had 35. 30-odd touches. Um, but good. Winning form across the board. Three for three. Yeah. don't know the last time that would have happened. I know our VFL <laughs> women's have been pretty poor up yeah, until they this season. They haven't been beaten, so they're the ones been holding the flag up for us all. Um, yeah, 31 for Cutler. Um, Langford had 19 touches in about a half football, I believe. Guy Menzies kicked two. Maybe he might be the debutant. Who? Guy Menzies. Oh, is that the that's the um, other mid-season? Yeah. yeah. I would hazard a guess that it would be a defender if Heppel and... Well, Heppel and Hidge, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, do you, on that, can we have a quick conversation about ins and outs for next week? Just thoughts? We can do that. Kind of already have. Now, who do you think your ins are then? If we know two of the outs, well, Parish. If Parish was close this week, I assume he will play next week. Yep, that's a fairly safe assumption. Um, yep. I don't know about Langford and Snelling. Both only played half a game of VFL, so yep. I'm not particularly yep, Snelling, who yep. re-injured the same injury last time he played AFL. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'd say Langford's more likely there, mm-hmm. but. I would probably throw Cutler in as a good replacement, probably Cutler for Heppel. on form, um, absolutely. Yep. He's one of those guys that seems to just dominate VFL. But not quite but up not to AFL. quite there, yeah. AFL, yeah. They did an in-between league. Yep. Um, but another Friday night game, so we'll know. We'll know yeah, that's good. Yep. Are you sure it's a Friday night? night? Oh. Yeah, because it's double header. It's like a 8-4 oh, game for us God. here in the Victoria or the Eastern States. What time does it start, did you say? 8-40, I think. Oh, come on. That's late. There's a seven o'clock kickoff, though. Um, I'll be tired, Sam. It's Friday night, I know. Yeah, eight forty. 
And the dogs and Hawthorne play at seven. Okay. A couple of good games of footy this week. All the top eight are playing each other. Eight round, yeah. Mm. Um, Um, Well, the other one I might throw in there too is Ham. Look, the problem I have with Ham is that he's, I think we've talked about this, he's three or four years into a career at Eston football and he still looks 10 kilos too light for the damn game. He's just bad. Like his first two touches, he missed, he missed. An open target by about five metres yep. and it went out for a throw-in. And his second disposal, he missed an open target by about 10 metres and kicked it straight to us and killed a player. Bro. But, but the other issue I have in him, in, when there's a one-on-one, and I think it was with Billings, Billings just sort of went, get out of the way and marks. Oh, right. I want to talk about that, actually. Yeah, so, yeah you're right. Kick. He got pushed out of it way too easily. Like, yeah. Billings or Gresham, whoever it was. I get yeah, it was one of those. Two. He's not a big boy. No, but it's it's Ham's biggest issue that he's not quick. He's not well. He's reasonably quick, but he's not courageous. He's not a brilliant kick. He's not a brilliant handball. You know, like he's. I don't know what he is. He can probably run a long distance, but he's too light and too small to play the damn game in on the wing. Yep. Um, what I want to talk about there though yep. is whoever it was, Greg Gresham or Billings, um, took the mark, and yep. then Guelphie was running past with Sinclair. Yep. Sinclair did a little quick step and high-tailed it the other way, which left Guelphie in a very, very Brandon. horrible position. And he ran on the fat side, which there was about, what, 10 metres between the yeah. kicker and the boundary line. He was never going to go that way. Right. And they paid 50. It was hard. Uh, and that, and the, 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 I didn't like the Higgins one ever either that he got. No, no, um, no. But the 50. It hurt. The 50. Where's the common sense? And, I did like the Brian Taylor quote. Not very often I'll quote Brian Taylor. Um, they had a bit of an argument on air because most of them thought it was a terrible 50, but I think Brian did, thought yeah. it was a, in the rules it was a 50. And he said, rules are written in black and white, not common sense. Hmm. Now, what, what the hell is Guelphie supposed to do? You just, you're guaranteeing a 50-meter penalty just by quickly turning away and leaving your opponent stranded. Like, that's shit. Well, if that's a grand final... And a team wins you know, a game of football because of something final. like that. The game's ruined. Like it's lost all integrity, all, all interest. It 100% I agree with you. And players, that you, I've seen that happen in other games where players are using that as a tactic. Hmm. And if the umpires aren't smart enough, which this one clearly wasn't, they're getting sucked into it. Now, it's like some of the players are doing the little, you know, fake handball to get them just to step. And, to know, well, yeah. is that stepping off the mark if, or is that just trying to trick someone? If Guelphie had run into the middle of the ground, I can I could understand why that would be yep, fifty. Because he right? would have run across that's where the direction arc where he's he might kick it, go. Yep. But to run to the fat side where there's no uh, not a single player he can kick yep. to. Nah. Where's your common sense, umpire? Where is your common sense? Where is it? Um Well, I'm I'm Guelphie. I just want to make a quick yes, reference to quick quick now I'm a bit of a knocker of Guelphie. I find he's but no, what no. I really liked about his game was playing that defensive forward role on mostly Sinclair, but I think he also played a bit on um, uh, Hill. Yes, he was on Hill, between Hill and Sinclair most of the time. Yeah, and I thought that was great because what stood out to me in the Carlton game was how easily Saad and and Doherty just ran the ball out of our back 50. Like, seriously, they just sort of stood there for a bit and went, oh, I'm going to go this way and kick it. Whereas we didn't let that happen in this game. We put pressure on those little situations and most of it was Guelphie doing that. And I thought, well, there's a role I can get around and support. And he kicked two goals. 
And kick two goals, which is which a bonus. But I, I would be more than happy with a defensive yeah, absolutely. But pressure act. And hurt, a goal's great. If you can hurt them going the other way, even better. 100%. Yeah. Um, a couple of other special mentions, just because remiss of us not to mention. Obviously, Peter Wright with four was brilliant. It's just his efforts before he kicked the two late goals. Stringer was a bit better this week. Stringer had a great third quarter. Really dragged us, helped drag us back into, well, drag us back in front, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Big Sammy Draper. What a meme of a bloke. Does he have a guy's shirt? Yes, hard to miss. Um, just uh, he kicked two goals, one from a free kick where he tackled and the Saints guy clear his day through the ball. Yep. Not a shit free kick like buckling at the knees and copping a push in the back. Yep. Looking at you, Higgins. Um, and then he took a nice big contested mark and kicked his second goal. Took the hanger that set up Guelphie for the late goal in the third quarter. Rucked really well. Did a just a beautiful, beautiful tap to Shield um, in the third quarter. The one where uh, Rusty Martin got tackled before he kicked it. The hit out. Well, we, well, we won the hit out against against Ryder and Marshall, which are I would say are a very good rucking combo. So and we got the same goal output. Yeah, as well, which was really good. Um, Any other individuals we need to mention? Well, I think one we have to talk about is Redmond. Yes. Oh shit. <laughs> yes. Ten coaches votes. Well, look, Redmond was unreal. Like, he's running carry, his um, use of the ball, um, he you know, got back and defended well. He was great. The conversation I'd like to have is, can he become a winger? Like, We've mentioned that a few times now. He's kind of, it seems perfect, doesn't it? Because he's got the run and carry and kicking ability to go forward. Yep. But Tom's end of the day, he's a defender. Yeah. So he can do that defensive stuff as well. I rate it. 31 touches. I think he went at 93%. Yep. Um, unreal game for Red Dog. Um, Hind was another one off halfback that was really good. Yeah, a lot of run, a lot point. of carry, a lot of good kicking, which is lovely. Yeah, they carry from him. And Shield would be the other one I would mention for Shield, three quarters. was very, really good. 25 touches, five tackles, um, game high in clearances, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Another good week for Dill, which is really good. Yeah. Really good for us and for him. Mm. He's um, bounced back well from the Sydney game where, you know, copped a bit of... Serious criticism. Yep. And it'll be interesting um, after the West Coast game, we play Sydney. That'll be an interesting game, I think. I said it to you earlier today. If we don't go out there and belt some of them fairly, belt some of them up, just just fairly, like cracking hard and making... If Luke Parker is there, you better be going low and hard, Mm. especially at him. (laughs) Let's just see if we can shape the eight still. Oh, we can have a say. We play yeah. Richmond in round 23. We could really screw them up. Make them ninth. That'd be awesome. Oh, season success. <laughs> yeah, that would be the season success. Absolutely. Um, all right. I have done the Who Am I? Even oh. though it's normally a bit of a, hey, this podcast is dead because we keep losing kind of um, segment. We've actually had positive things to talk We've about. Had positive so we don't things. know what to do. So we'll see how we go. All right. For six points, I debuted in 1967 and oh, went on to play 251 out. games of AFL football. Sixty-seven. So you were born, wasn't it? Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> um, uh, so eighty. You would have been eighty-seven. Um, Paul Vanderhaar. I've already said him today. Mm. Uh, five points, bit of a shit clue. I'll be the first to admit. 
are retired in 1979. Oh, God. He didn't even... Hang on. He was born in 67. What year did you say he retired? Oh, that's probably not correct. Oh, no, that's right. Debuted in 67 and retired oh, in Oh, debuted. I thought you yeah, said... Yeah, not him. born. No, no, yeah, so I was thinking he was Don't born do that in to me. Don't do that to me. Yeah, I was like, oh, don't worry about it then. Um, <laughs> he was 12 years old. Oh, God. Um, oh, I don't know. 79. That's even before my time, Sam. Uh, Simon Madden? I don't know. It's no. 60s. I don't know who played um, in the 60s, Sam. Alfie has come in with Willie Dick. Wrong, wrong, wrong person saying it, but no, not Willie Dick. Mm-hmm. Um, not Merv Nagel. Got a guess for Merv. Um, for four points, my career highlights include three-time VFL Premiership player, a club best and fairest, and a spot in two teams of the century. Fairest and two teams of the century. Uh, no idea still. Okay. For three points, I am an AFL Hall of Fame legend. Oh, God. Paul Chapman? Paul Chapman? What? He retired in like 2009. I know. I don't know the answer to this, Sam, and I'm trying to move it along. It will make sense to you for two points. I am probably better known now as the 1984, 1985, 1993, and 2000 Premiership coach. What? Kevin Sheedy? Kevin Sheedy. Oh, oh God! <laughs> See, I never said he played for Essendon. Yeah, I know. I never let that, on. That threw me out because every yeah. other week they do. I knew it would. And for one point, I am the only immortal of the Essendon Football Club. It is the plumber from Pran. That was that was that was very nasty, Sam. I thought it was good because only because it's Kevin. Surely it's allowed. Fair enough. Any right. questions from the people? Well, do I do our votes first? And then... Um, Let's do our votes. Because the votes are really hard. Votes were very hard. And I did start thinking about this like Saturday morning. Going, yeah, but who am I giving the 3 two, one to? I texted you after watching the full replay going, I've watched it twice now and i got no idea. And I think in the end I was like, well, I'm just going to pick the guys I really enjoyed watching play. Right. So hit me. Well, I went Redmond... Redmond, Shield, and then um, Perkins. I thought he played a great game. I love Perkins. Yeah, Perko was good. Um, I had to use the coaches' votes as a bit of help because I really struggled. Um, Redmond, three. Hard to argue. Did get the 10 coaches' votes as well. Probably tipped him over the edge. Shield, two. Awesome that he backed it up after last week. Um, again, high tackle count and possessions and clearances. Really good. And I gave the one to Hind because... Well, he was pretty useful off mm. halfback yeah. as well. All right, to the comments. And I do apologize because we've had a fair few viewers live tonight. We've had up to 50 comments. So a couple of them from earlier on have disappeared. I did see earlier. Sort that out, Sam. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know how to find the full list of comments. So anyway, it is what it is. Um, I did see a few comments saying Langford played the full game of AFL, so apologies for that. I thought he had Oh, that's it. good. So that um, means he's probably a better shot to come back. Possibly, yeah. yeah. And Snelling, three quarters, allegedly. Okay, yep. oh. that's good then. So that, that that could be pretty good replacements. Obviously, Ham out, Langford in. Yep. Um, so, yeah, thank you for I'd that. still get Snelling to play a whole game before he comes in. To be yeah, honest. yeah, same, 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 same. Mm. Absolutely. Um, 
the shirts, Phil says the shirts are for sale in the bomber shop. The uh, Draper shirts as seen on the telly. Oh, really? Not if you're interested. Look. Yep. Um, Redmond and Heimer on fire. Jordan, thank you. Um, Alex said Ham's game wasn't his worst. Whoa. And I find it hard to believe he will be included in a premiership side. Um, hmm? It's a pretty low bar, has to be said. I thought it was awful. So that's that's just me. It, it's, not, it's not good enough. It's, no. it's the clearest day. It's clear as the nose in front of your face sort of thing. It's like his, his quality of football is not up to the other guys. Absolutely nowhere near it. Yep. Um, and we're, we're third from the bottom. Mm, like, mm, take it in yeah. perspective. We're third from the bottom. Who would you struggling have? Struggling to find players. He's getting a game and he's he's our worst in our 22 at the moment. Who would you rather? Mm. Dylan Clark or Ham? Dylan Clark. <laughs> same as same Dylan Clark at least had a heart and could do something. He could go yeah. in the midfield and get the ball out. Absolutely. He just couldn't kick it when he got it. Yeah. Might not a ball. Uh, a bit of outrage at the best and fairest. No, you didn't. Um, you catfished us. Sorry about that. I was pretty happy with it. Sorry, what? Some people weren't happy with the, who am I? Saying we got they got catfished and oh no! Can you explain to me later on what that is? Okay, sure. <laughs> I don't know what that um, is. Okay, I'm not. I'm not explaining it now. Um, no, it's fine. I'll Google it. <laughs> Redmond, pretty consistent. Three votes across the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alfie did give three to two meter Peter. I would have. I thought three meter Peter was thereabouts, but just because of the two late goals, just didn't squeeze him in. But I thought, yeah, I agree. Peter was very good, but uh, yeah, not not the best for one, two, three for me. But that's my vote. All right, and that is it. Unfortunately, apologies if you did comment before that. I um, I'm 28. I'm not a boomer, but Facebook's a bit weird, so we might have to jump ship to YouTube live at some point. Any final comments from you? Maybe that's a question we should ask. Would people prefer this on Facebook or YouTube? Not gonna lie, for us, it probably makes more sense with Facebook. But but if you can't get the comments. I mean, well, I get. Look, if Essendon keep winning and we keep getting this much interest well, right. in the podcast, well, we, we're, well, gonna we're obviously going to win, Sam. But while we're losing it, it's never really been an issue, to be fair. <laughs> I don't know if this is the attitude we should go in with. Oh, well, um, if we keep oh, losing, we don't have to worry about people talking. Terribly, terribly sorry to jump in. Rick, honorable mention to Caldwell. Yes. Oh, yes. Excellent. Absolutely. Great point. Yeah. Absolutely. He um, was awesome. He was brilliant. And some great handballs and packed some great in, in close stuff, I thought. Yep, and good tackle, good pressure, good, yep. just good all around. Again, like I reckon there were twenty good players on that in that game, or twenty one, mm. and there was one guy that stood out to me. Say twenty and a half because I'm still not sold on Kelly. Oh yeah, actually Kelly, I put in that wasn't. I don't know what he did. Sorry, I'm still reading comments. But he's meant to stop our small forwards, and we had yeah, no, one. Gresham kicked he's three. He's not playing Billy... on them. Hey, he's not playing on them. Yeah, yet. so They're I don't know. Stop him. Um, Phil suggested a multi-stream. Mate, I can't barely do a Facebook stream. So <laughs> you're going to go with me doing Phil, that. Can you just send the instructions to Sam? Yeah, at just, Sam's a loser, yeah. can't do IT stuff. I'm still doing it. <laughs> Steady on. You're, you're um, the boomer in the group. You just asked me what catfishing was, champ. Yeah, yeah I don't know what that I'd, is. I'd simmer down if I were you. Uh, and Jordan suggested Microsoft Teams. We did try that because Zoom changed their pricing structure, but... Um, 
we're still here on Zoom. Um, all right, nothing else from you? I was very happy. <clears throat> you were very happy. It's a great way to start your weekend, isn't it? It was a wonderful way to start my weekend. Then I got way too drunk on Saturday night on gin. And you bumped into a Collingwood player. I saw Brody Mychek walk past me at a function I was at. And I went, hey, that's Brody Mychek. I said to my wife, that's Brody Mychek. She went, who? Hey. <laughs> yeah, you don't know, do you? <laughs> Mixing it up with the, with the, um, with the pros. Yeah, I did text my mother-in-law, who's a Collingwood, and I said, hey, Brody Mychek's here. Um, I didn't go to Bali and see Dugowie or anything. So. <laughs> well, Brody Mychek wasn't touching any girls inappropriately. Yeah, he was just no. walking around. Just he was just drink. being a good dude. He seems yeah. like a good dude as mine. Well. He's, like He's pretty cool too. All right. We'll wrap it up there. Um, back with the preview on uh, Thursday night for the danger game against the West Coast. <laughs> it's a bit silly. We've only won three games for the year, but this is a danger game. Um. We'll wrap it up there. Thank you for those that are here. We really, really appreciate the the, the comments and the interaction we get with you. And we'll get better at it, I'm sure, Sam, won't we? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, and if you're listening on YouTube, Apple or Spotify, thank you as well. We appreciate the support. Go Dons. Go Bombers. <laughs>